Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Back to another episode of What We Doing is your man's HT Sims. It's Mr. Mix. And man, we have another returning cast. I guess, can we say? No, that's family, the game. It's family. Oh, it's definitely it's family. family. Friend it's of the show, family. family. Yeah, that's how we do it. One of the, uh, that's, that's wild that this, this young brother is here for the show because he's one of our first guests on mm-hmm. the show when we started. And when we get in the top of the day, we'll be talking about support, helping each other. And this brother has definitely been here since day one. What's going on, Locke? How you doing, brother? What's going on, brother? I appreciate you having me. How you been, bro? I've been hanging in there, man. You know, just trying to fight through this pandemic. You man, know? who you working? I got a three-year-old, man, working and taking care of that baby. Man, that's what it's about. Yes, sir. Yeah, you know appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Get into it, man. This, man. Was, this was this was on you, man. man. What's happening? So, a lot has been going on. Like a lot has been going on throughout the pandemic, but a lot has been going on just in in the world of kind of pop culture, our culture, black culture. And one of the themes that I've been noticing is a lot of hater crab in a barrel mentality shit kind of going on from mm-hmm. entertainment shit. We seeing it, you mm-hmm. know. R.I.P. to uh, Young Dolph. Dolph. Right. We we actually found out because we had that when R imitates life. So we actually found out that that was somebody that was super close to him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's yeah. fucking crazy to even think about that somebody who was doing so much for so many people got taken out by somebody that was right bomb. Mm-hmm. You get what that I'm saying? Def- that could have definitely made more money with him than against him. Man, that he probably would have would have put you in position to make that's more what money. I'm saying. Had you not had the mentality that you have, that you think that there, you know, that that it can only be one. Um, another example uh, that Kevin, I don't know if y'all seen that uh, the Netflix uh, Kevin Hart, uh, uh, Wesley Snipes, yeah, yeah that true yeah, story, true yeah, story. Yep, yeah, yeah. Same mentality. Mm-hmm. Crab in a barrel, like it's always somebody right next to you, right. mm-hmm. hating on you, man, giving you that energy, and you don't ever see them. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. right there, right there. And I always wonder for us because sometimes, because again, I can only speak from the black community perspective because mm-hmm. that's what it's the community I'm from, I live in, and I come from. You know what I'm saying? I always wonder why that shit is like that for us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. More so than anything, I, I I just wanted to have a conversation to kind of discuss like what what is kind of the origins of mm. the crab mentality, crab in the barrel. So real quick, um, we gonna do a little Wikipedia read. Okay, All right. so give crab me like two seconds. So okay. crab crab mentality, crab mentality, also known as crab theory. Okay, crabs in a bucket, also bucket barrel. 
or pot mentality or the crab bucket effect is a way of thinking best described by the phrase, if I can't have it, neither can you. Mm. The metaphor is derived from a pattern of behavior noted in crabs when they are trapped in a bucket. So while any one crab could easily escape, its efforts are undermined by others, ensuring that the group's collective demise. So the analogy in human behavior is claimed to be members of a group will attempt to reduce the self-confidence of any member who achieves success beyond the others. Mm. Envy, resentment, spite, conspiracy, competitive feelings halt to their progress. So think about that. I think I think the active word in what in the whole description was mentality. Mentality. You know what I'm saying? That's mentality. that's the, that's the that's the killer. We're not talking about opportunity. We're not talking about physical ability. Mm-hmm. We are talking about the mentality of it all. The way you think about the everyday, the way you think about this person, the way you think about their success, have you stuck, can't move up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Off tops. And they don't go into it like that because you didn't go to the Urban Dictionary. Mm-mm. But the level of hate involved and yeah, that mentality is, is... Yeah, it's a hater. It's, 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 it's hater a hater to the core. Especially, yeah. and not, not a hater from... A, well, yeah, definitely from a jealousy standpoint, but straightly from a, I want to do what you do but can't. Mm-hmm. Only, and like I said, since we talk mentality, only because thought process is wrong. Yeah. Or... Too worried about you. We've been right. taught that it can only be one. Right. So that bullshit of it can only be one. So anytime somebody does become highly successful, we put all types of shit on. Mm-hmm. You know, they worship the devil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They gay. They so got fucked. Yeah, they sold. They sold. Mm-hmm. They got fucked. They get it. They yeah. sell out. All that shit. Instead of looking at what it took for them to accomplish what they accomplished now, does that apply in some sort? Absolutely. We got sellouts. Sure. We got people that have done things to kind of compromise themselves to get a certain level of success. But that shouldn't be the the go-to every time we talk about somebody successful. Right. Every time we talk about somebody successful, here they fucking come with the conspiracy theory bullshit of the only reason why they got what they got was because somebody either let them do it or they did some crazy shit to get. Well, look, you know let's go to mentality of that. If, if that's the system, how come the opportunity ain't came your way? You know what I'm saying? It sounds like if you know some of those things that you heard people do to get on, you'd be down for doing it. Right. So if it was just that easy, if, if the it was just what's going on, that well, how come your opportunity ain't come exactly. to do such fuck shit, if you will? I mean, with that mentality, they're not gonna think like that though. They never, At all, know? Yeah, no, they, they ain't never, even gonna. That'll never yeah. connect. You know what I'm saying? And then you become the hater once you tell them that your mindset is fucked up. That's yeah. right. You know what I mean? So here, here's a question. Here's a question. I'm gonna pose to to both of you gentlemen, and just think about it for a second. So give me a time. It can be a it could be a famous person. It could be any it could be your personal experience. But give me a time to where you can think, man, if they just wouldn't have fucked with him mm. or her. If they just would have left them alone. Like that one or that two or those people that you uh, like you see the potential mm-hmm. in. You know what I'm saying? Because of course, I got one that's just like stuck in my head that, and I think about it daily and it fucks with me. If they just would have left that person alone, like if if they wouldn't have never hated on that person, if they wouldn't have never took out that mm. person, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times when these when these deaths happen, whether it's famous people or people that we know or people in the city, mm-hmm. because of the way our city is, right? The news goes around, and we always had that conversation. Like, they wasn't even on that. Right. Or they wasn't even like that. Right. Or, man, they had two kids, or they was trying to do this, or they was trying to do that. We always got that example of, why did they fuck with that one? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
So I know I, it's one that come to my head. Can you think of one in, in your life or just an example in period to where if they wouldn't have hated on that person and they would have let that person kind of reach their potential, we all would have been better for it. Well, I was see that is a that is a that's a broad paint right there. It's a, it's a it's a big brush because at one end you think it just you think about. We can go entertain. Yeah, we can go entertain. We can definitely go to your personal, personal life. You can definitely go to your personal. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like I don't know, man. Like I'm trying, I'm trying to see which one. Because when you said it, I got about three, four that came to mind. Now right. you got to go cut through. Like which one I want to say on this mic, bro? Right. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, but yeah. I will, as a generality, I will say this: there, ha- there are several instances, even right now, where mm-hmm. I can look at my family and point out, hey, look. Had you not, had you not fucked with this person, mm-hmm. all this, all your dreams would come, could have came. Tr- well, I ain't gonna say that. You would at least know what you could do with the dreams that you had, yeah. success or failure. Because to me, if you succeed at it or fail at it, at least you tried and you know. Right. You don't. You just. You know. You're not guessing. You know what I'm saying. You're not putting that on somebody else. You're like, I, I tried. I took a shot at it. Yeah. I missed. I realized some things about it, but I went for it. But to sit back and be like, I never did this. I never did that. You could point to it. Tell this person about it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And they can look at it, understand you right, and out of spite, because you don't want to tell them I'm not gonna change shit. Mm-hmm. But yeah. then repeat the cycle in the process. Just to come back and be like, hey, now I don't even want to tell you no more, because you know, you know, you must like this. So don't come to me with, oh man, I could have did this now, nah, because I don't because if you ain't changed anything about what's slowing you down now, mm-hmm. what makes you think you're gonna do it then? That's true. That's true. You know what I'm saying? True. That's true. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I can think about a, a couple of family, friend situations, you know, like, for instance, like a good friend or a family member, you you may see that hater mm-hmm. in that group with your family member, mm-hmm. you know, and you pull that family member to the side and be like, you know, I know that's your boy, but man, I, I don't get a good vibe about him. Or mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't like how he played this situation. And, you know, they hear you, but they still rock with that person. Right. Yeah. And get into situations over that person. Right. You know, for me personally, I got a cousin that just did 20 years mm. over a person that I told him personally, you know, I don't think, I don't think that's the person you should be rocking with. I don't think he all the way down for you. Mm-hmm. Like you all the way down for him. Right. Mm. Right. Right. How many times we had them? Man. You know what I'm saying? And that's exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, right. Having that conversation with your friend or your loved one and saying, look, and those are hard to have. Very hard. I've said it a bunch of times. Like, I'm not going to say I have that sense, mm-hmm. but when I'm looking at certain situations, I can kind of tell who fuck with you and who don't. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And if I love you or I care about you, I can't let you go out like that. So mm-hmm. I'm going to have that. I got to tell you. I'm going to have that conversation like, like, look, you know what I'm saying? Like, old girl right there, like, mm-hmm. she's jealous of you. You know what right. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or... You know, old boy right there, I know, you know, that scene like that's your homie, but put him in a situation to where he has to prove who he is mm-hmm. to you, and I guarantee you, you're going to find out who he is. That's you know, I don't want you to do that when, when shit hits the fan, and we, we don't get a do-over on this shit. Yeah, that's right. You life know what I'm saying? saying? Like, we don't get a 40. do-over on this the shit. Quite, the quote you 40, life is no rehearsal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, like, to your point. What kind of gets that conversation to go sideways is when you hear, you don't know them like I do. Mm-hmm. And that's when I try to shine a lot. That's my point. Yeah. I don't know them like 
you do that way, I can look at them the way I'm looking really? at them. So I, exactly. I, I have you no dog in this fight. I have no, that's all it is. You know I'm what I'm saying? That's why I'm able to shit. see things that you can't see. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Right. And, and, I'm, and I'm just telling you simple people, man. One plus one equals two. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Somehow y'all getting three and a half and nobody's showing their work. Mm. Mm. So for me, man, um, the famous one that fucks me up all the time is Nip. Yeah. Because I always think, yeah. I always think about the marathon continues, the marathon store, the shit that he was doing with crypto, which he was way before his time. Mm-hmm. Like he was investing in crypto and investing in, 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 it was a country, I think it was a whole country that was using crypto as their base currency. Mm-hmm. And he was invested in that. Shit. Um, the marathon store. Mm-hmm. The chips that he had that would eventually became NFT. Like he was early on a lot of shit. Especially in his right. immediate he community. He was early on a lot right. of shit. Yep. He was in his community. He was doing the shit. He was doing the shit that we say we want to do as black men from the hood. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. I didn't leave. I came back. I put stores and 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 commerce and actual things that can be of use in the community. Provided jobs. I'm providing jobs. Mm-hmm. I'm a positive role model. You see me with my girl. You see me with my kids. Mm-hmm. I ain't no sucker. Mm-hmm. I'm from where you from. I'm. I'm like, I'm really trying to do something positive. Just got a Grammy now. Like, everything was lining up for him to be the, the nigga that we never got to see Pac become. Right. Like, so we never a, got to see. That's a great example, man. We never that got to see him example. become that. Yeah. Because of the, of the, because again, Biggie, Pac. Like, it's a, bu- we, we got a bunch of them from a famous perspective mm-hmm. in our, in our own, like, that we can think of immediately and go, damn, him? Yeah, yeah. Like, damn him! Like I get it. The streets are the streets, and the street gonna street. Damn him! Like y'all, right? Like, so dude, let, let, let you know this. what I'm saying? You bring up a great point with that Pac reference because that's one of the big life what ifs. You know what yeah, I'm saying? That's what the, the biggest, what, to me, you know that's one of the biggest, biggest life what ifs. We 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 are kind of certain that he would have been a certain way, but we don't know for sure. Right. Let's just let's just talk about that camp because, like I say, it's similar. Do we see a crab in a barrel? Mentality in death row to a degree. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And the biggest crab ran that motherfucker. Man. Like, absolutely. Like, the biggest yep. crab. And to be fair, because we we having a conversation, we want to be objective. So to be fair, Suge and, and a lot of us come from environments to where it's not cool to encourage or it's mm-hmm. not cool. They'll call you a dick rider right. if you... You own somebody, and you like, man, old boy gonna be it, or mm-hmm. old, and you keep talking about it. Oh, mm-hmm. girl is the shit, ooh, mm-hmm. ooh. or you see somebody's talent, and you talk about that shit, man, oh, you dick ride. And so, to be fair, you had a bunch of young black men with a whole bunch of power and a whole bunch of fucking money. Yeah. And the one thing that stands out about Death Row Records and Bad Boy Records and a lot of the record companies is there was no mentors. No, like, there who was did nobody this before? before you that could tell you, hey, man. Don't do that shit. Right. Like, right. I get it, but this shit gonna end like this if you don't. Yeah. So if I come from the hood and I come from gang banging and I come from the street, then that's the mentality that I'm bringing to the, to the, to the business. Mm-hmm. So I'm running the business like I'm running shit in the street. And then I'm wondering why I'm getting this shit because you got somebody who's... We all know the stories about Pop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stayed in the studio, recording all day long, mm-hmm. super duper talented, motherfuckers kicking out songs. We ain't got all day. Hey, right. man, we got to do this shit. Boo, 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 boo. You got that. Mm-hmm. Right. Take care of that. 
I mean, even, like, cause that's special. Like, take care of that. Even before that, though, you gotta, you really gotta get that to Dr. Dre. Absolutely, that's who started that. That was the studio rat. Mm-hmm. That's the first person he kind of burnt with all the gang banging and the all the yeah, stuff. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. You know, you, you know, gotta start a, with Dre. That yeah. is a great point, bro. Cause yeah. what does what does Death Row? Do musically if Dre is able to stay in the mix because look at the first. Ooh, that's a big. You know what I'm saying? Because look what they was too. doing after. Because we talking about, we talking about. Uh, Pac was out six months. You know what I'm saying? Six seven months. Like he never even saw his residual checks from All Eyes right. on Me. You know what I'm talking about? Hey. You you work out the kinks of death row early. You keep Dre like you say. You can get ran off. And they did Dre bad on the way out. They did Dre you know, bad on the way out. Terrible. Terrible. You know what I'm saying? Uh, went to go. Uh, the, the story going around that they went to his house. Um and took every fucking thing for real. Yeah, I said I didn't hear that one. Yeah, that you know um, what I'm saying? I think it was um either Wack 100 or somebody was like explaining that like they went to Dre's house and took, took every everything. fucking mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And look, and think about just for him to say fucking up from the grab his white dude and make history. And I don't want nothing. I don't want. I don't need it. I, look, trust me, nothing. I got it. You can have everything you want and went somewhere a, and did it again. That's you know a huge what if too, Doctor. But, but what's crazy because yeah. I don't want to miss that. That's a great point that you brought up, HT. He had to go to who? That white boy. <laughs> he had to go to who? That white boy, man. See? That because white boy, another man. thing, another thing that is that is crazy about our community that I fucking hate because of this mentality is we lose a lot of our, our talented motherfuckers to them. The bigger system. Because if they you will. don't want right, they don't want to deal with us. Right. right. And, and we lose some of our our biggest and brightest. To to big corporations and big companies mm-hmm. when they could have stayed where they was at and made a, a difference in the community. You can't be mad at because you can't be mad at Drake Red Knox. Like, look no. what I've tried to put up with. You know what I'm saying? And it started with the crab in the bucket. What you see? Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, um, hating somebody. You know, just hating on them. You know, he. And then a lot of times black people try to do other black people like that. Yeah. They're gonna undercut them. They're gonna underpay them. They're mm-hmm. gonna try to take advantage of them. So that make them have a mentality like, hey, I didn't, I didn't try ten times with different black you know people doing this. I get burnt every time. Yo, you know, another person, hey, give me respect. They don't play with my money. Mm-mm. Everything right, you know, like. Because look, think, think about it. What is one thing that Dre, M, and Fifty have never argued about in public, mind you? I want, I don't know what they talking money. about. Some money. 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 Never. Money. Never brought it up in nothing. What they Money. might say this, that, and the other. Money. You know, M sensitive about his music and she an artist, he's sensitive about his shit word to Badu. Right. You know what I'm saying? But money, I wasn't paid for this. I Never. they owe me for that. None of that. Never. None Money. of that. Not not a lick of it. So you look like I, you know what I didn't think we gonna get Dre's gonna be this instrumental in this conversation <laughs> conversation, but <laughs> but that's the actual point. When you walk that's away from point. two of the not even arguably, the two biggest Rap situations in the game. In the game. NWA and Death Row. You know what I'm saying? You can get into Run DMC and all that, but when you talk about big worldwide, we talk about NWA and Death Row. To walk away from both those situations with nothing, both of them, and then turn around and become a billionaire? What the fuck are you talking about? Oh, yeah. That goes to show his talent. Mm -hmm. That goes to show, again... That that it pisses me off that we have to do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Because even with if you think about 
if we just using the music in- industry as like a standard. Mm-hmm. Think about when you think about a black re- record label, the first fucking thing you think about is you're going to get fucked over. Yeah. That's the right. first fucking thing you think of yep. when you think black mm-hmm. record label, you're going to get fucked over. Think of... Snoop had to go to new, No Limit. No and he Limit. Praises mm-hmm. No Limit all the fucking yeah, time. Yeah, to this day. You know what I'm saying? He's like, I had to go to No Limit to learn the music business. And, and it actually get paid. Yep. But I mean, if you round up 10 successful rap stars, mm-hmm. nine of them most likely signed with somebody from their neighborhood locally. Mm-hmm. And nine out of 10 got fucked. Yeah. Flat out. Yeah, but look, what did, what did uh, Michael Bivins tell Boys and Men? Did you read your contract? You know what exactly. I'm saying? Like, that... that that part right there, I think that's like the like the foundation of the come up, right? Going in the music industry, going through a bad contract is, hey, we all did it. You know what I'm saying? That's the game. So when you get through your shit, go get you another motherfucking fuck them. Which, right. which part, you know what I'm saying? Right. partially I get, but I don't think that that's us culturally. Culturally, I don't think hip hop was ever designed for us to fuck each other over and then get right. We couldn't. I think it was. I think it was designed for us, for us first and foremost, to own, create. And and control this culture, we gave it away because oh, yeah. they had what we didn't have. They had the money, we had the culture, mm-hmm. and it always goes like that. Always rock and roll, jazz. Keep we can keep going. We have the culture. They got the money. Next thing you know, <laughs> they got the culture mm-hmm. and the money, and we don't have shit. Like mm-hmm. it always goes that way. You know what I'm saying? So Africa had the resources. <laughs> White folks didn't. Next thing right. you know, they got the money and the resources, and we ain't got shit. It's just the way that it goes. So. The biggest thing that I that it also talks to is ownership. That's right. If we own shit, then we can kind of control how it goes. Because one thing I do want to talk about in this in this conversation before we go to break is that we got to get to like the bigger picture. Because again, we we talk yeah we can talk about individual haters and individual shit, but what about when you have actual corporations coming in? To pluck talent and pit people against each other, mm-hmm. and we see that shit all. You know time. what? I, you know, I definitely want to get to that. Matter of fact, that's going to be uh, leading to our next segment because that's that's a conversation all in itself. Uh, as always, though, check us out on the socials, man. On what we doing, STL the movement, Facebook, what we doing, STL. We'll be right back. Yes, sir. Yeah. 
Second Lily on the TV screen. Battle with the white man day by day. Fans taking pictures, doing play by play. They'll never want to see the black man eat. Dale's in the black man, hands and feet. Put him on the cross, so he put him on the chain. Lines to the same, he don't look like me. Roll cage on the GT3. How the show on stage like a DVD. Put me in the mama with a show with. I used to look up to the sky, now I'm on the shit. Jungle juice, hit your block with all these drums. Your neighbors will think a parade was coming through. Call your bit like Bay, I'm coming through. She like, oh, okay, I'm waking, boo. I'm so sorry if you think I'm saving you. Your chances are shorter than days and days and I'm too great to lose, so fly. I just flew the coop. Gray hair, guess I'm getting old, still getting blow like chicken noodle soup. Who gon' stop me? I'm still waiting for a candidate. All these busters swear they riders until they riding in the ambulance. I'm more wealthy than I ever been. Success is sweeter than gelatin. I'm body body, and all my closets got choppers inside them, not skeletons. I stick to the money like it's magnetic. I'm saving my heart for Miss Halle Berry. I live life faster than Kyle Petty. Your money's funny, Malcolm and Eddie. Make you disappear, Malcolm and Eddie. Fresh out the jungle, Serengeti. May God look after the unlucky bastard who left with the hassle to come and get me. Woo, woo, woo. Me so arrogant. Me no get no fuck. Pop quiz, hold the shit, I write pencils up. 
Where my competition? Oh, I wish him love. Cause I don't give a shit and I'm not giving in and I'm not giving up. Rob the game blind. I write stick em up. Fuck your feelings until I get a nut. All that money still, I can't get enough. Count so slow, shout it. I'm not in the rush. And I'm still on my job. I got work to do until my mom can quit a job. Put it all on me. I bet I won't let it starve. I ride Peter to pay Paul. Turn back around and ride Paul. All I have in this world in my word and my balls at the moment. Both my balls getting borrowed by your bra. Got a fully loaded pistol with my back against the wall. If it's me against the world, then I plan to take them all. Welcome back to what we doing, man. Them last two cuts. That first one, that Vince Staples crab in the bucket. You know what I'm saying? That's pretty self-explanatory. But that second one, that Don Trip, that guy speed. That's the other side of the game. You know what I'm saying? When you know you in the crab of the bucks against the situation, and you gonna be like, man, y'all can snip at my toes all you want to. I'm getting to where I'm going. Fuck y'all. You know what I'm saying? That type of shit. Yeah, yeah. So right. you know, <laughs> definitely talking about the crabs in the barrel mentality as a whole. But we were starting to get into some of the kind of over overreaching overall um kind of corporate mm-hmm. shit that they do to kind of pit us against each other. So we kind of mentioned it, but I wanted to kind of dig in deep into the can only there can only be one mm-hmm. shit that they kind of sold us. So the there can only be one. It was real prevalent in uh so first and foremost, let me back up a bit. All of this shit of course stemmed from slavery, mm-hmm. right? Because Definitely. again, yep. you know, it's divide and conquer. So you had you know, house slaves, you had field slaves. So lighter. So then there was colorism. So it was light versus dark. Right. You know, we had all this bullshit that was going on to, to kind of separate us, not realizing, you know, whether you're in the house or on the field, you're still a slave. At right. The end of the day. You know what I'm saying? So that's the mentality that we always should, should approach it with, which is, look, we're unified. We're one. You know, light skin, dark skin shouldn't fucking matter. You know what I'm saying? We're all fighting for the same cause, which is our, our, progression our liberation mm-hmm. our us to be who we we need to be without anybody fucking with us so that's very important to note because now you see it with corporations mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i'm gonna give a great example you remember that colin uh colin kaepernick mm-hmm. you remember how they did that shit right. right so it was brilliant right if you kneeled you were a rebel Mm-hmm. We we you might not get a job. Yeah, you on we the blacklist. Not, not fuck with you no more. Right, you might be on the blacklist. But if you didn't, you're a sellout. Right. You get what I'm saying. So now you gotta you gotta pick a fucking side. And it wasn't a side for you to pick because it wasn't about us. It was about police brutality mm-hmm. and how they were treating black bodies in the street. It wasn't about me kneeling or me putting a fist up or me saying you know. You can kneel or you can't kneel. Right. Or you can boycott or you can't boycott. That shit became all about us fighting and the infighting and which side to. Well, I ain't watching the NFL no more. Well, you a motherfucking coon because you watching the NFL. Like, it became that instead of becoming, y'all, they still killing us in the street. Yo. Like, yeah, they, they hit us point. with this shit all the fucking time. It's that distraction and divide. That's mm-hmm. right. They They... Put up some shit, and then we get to arguing about that shit, and then the topic always goes to the wayside. Look at look at the brilliance of all that what you just said. We we were talking about police brutality, mm-hmm. how they look at us, how they treat us, yeah. how they pit us against. That's all we was talking about police police brutality. That's that's yeah. the outside. The NFL went we like damn right and check this out. We finna do it to y'all, and guess what? They went straight for it again. You know what I'm saying? Instead of set like we said. 
Now, me personally, I did quit watching the NFL. I did too. Personal choice, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got sick of the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? This, that, and the other. But if you're still watching football, that ain't got shit to do with me. But that, and that po- don't make you a sellout. <laughs> that don't make right. you a but sellout. that's the point, right? Right. We, we, it's a personal decision. So, right. why won't we make personal decisions? Again, I, I'm deciding not to support that, mm-hmm. that organization for what they're doing and the shit that they're putting out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We turn that, how does that always turn into us fighting? Because again, that's just one example. We got a bunch of different examples. In the, in the uh, comedian world, I remember when Kevin Hart was going on, he was going on like a bunch of shows. Every fucking time he went on a show, somebody found something to say about his ass. Yeah. Somebody just found something to, he ain't funny. He don't yeah. write his shit. Ooh. Uh, like it, it just, it came out of nowhere like fucking clockwork. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. people that I respect, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mike Epson. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. people, Aerie Spears. People that I respect as, as fucking comedians and at their craft and their whole nine. It it just it always comes from when somebody is achieving or somebody is doing something. Mm-hmm. We always feel like we gotta pick a fucking side instead of you can the the side should be us. Right. right. As long, it shouldn't okay. be you know what I'm saying? The so, side should be black people. Let's let's bring that up. Let's let's go with that for a minute. Let's go with that for a minute. Like me personally, I have never been a huge Kevin Hart fan. Right. No. Oh, let me let me back up. I'm not gonna just single it. Over the years, I have been successful in respecting the man from the craft. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's a few people that I really get down with, like with people as as from what they present themselves on, on interviews and stuff, like uh, Kevin Hart, like Wale, like a few people when they start talking about, okay. I get you. And what they do and how they move and all that type of stuff. Yeah. But your product to me is trash. You dig what I'm saying? So to me, it's like, all right, I don't like your product. Right. But what you doing with your income, I highly respect how you handle your high respect. Okay. So if I'm not going to support the, the the means of how you do do you as a man, mm-hmm. I can't be mad at you for supporting him. You see what I'm saying? Because yeah. what he does with your money is phenomenal. Right. I'm just not going to give him that way. Thus, I bring it back to Kevin Hart. Even though I'm, I know I'm not a huge fan of his comedically, but I know his hustle and what he tries to do when he attacks something. That's why I gave True Story a, a run and was not disappointed. You know what I'm saying? I was I didn't go in too much expectations, but knowing who he was as a person as they present themselves on TV, uh, I knew that it would be a, a, a valiant effort, and it was. So if that's the point I'm trying to really get to. You got to look at it as the whole spectrum instead of that one point that you want to you know beat into the ground. That's true. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, for me, it's Tyler Perry. Same deal. Same deal. Same I, deal. That's I, I, know how to, I know how the movie's going to end. Mm-hmm. Right. I know the wig's going to be terrible. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I know the acting may be suspect. <laughs> the wig's going to suck. I know somewhere, somewhere uh, along along the lines, it's going to be a cliche black line mm-hmm. that just go, really? <laughs> but, man's a billionaire. Right. Owns his own studio. Mm-hmm. Owns all his own product. That's right. Yep. He li- and this goes to the point too. Literally said, you know how I many people came to me and asked me, like, on the financial tip, mm-hmm. what I'm doing and how I'm doing. He said like two. He said I've put that out to any anybody black. He said come and talk to me mm-hmm. and find out how I did this shit. I'm willing to tell you. Yeah. Like I'm willing to tell you how I got here. Whole billionaire. Owns everything, is willing to talk to you, but we so motherfucking prideful. Wait a minute. We don't want to go sit down with a motherfucker it, it, that already did it, what we trying to do. Is it pride or is it that we already think we already know? 
Which is the same. Which you is know what I'm saying? Well, like, a little bit of both. Yeah, we was a little bit of both. Because yeah. it was like, hey, it's I, pride know and how, arrogance. I know how you got exactly. your billions, hey, bro. You was an Illuminati puppet, bro. I know right. how yeah. you got your money, man. Hey. Well, I talked to you about it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, pride, it's pride and arrogance when, when somebody is, is... And I think we got to get out of that because, again, when, we, when it comes to the corporate interest, we'll always go to the others. Mm-hmm. And we'll the have others. the conversation with the others mm-hmm. instead of having the conversation with our own. When our own is saying, look, I'm here and I'm a resource now. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm in the rooms that you may not be able to get into. Mm-hmm. So why don't you come holler at me and talk to me so we can then build and become something? Because the thing is, is that we look at the Oprahs and the Tyler Perrys and now the Kanye's and Rihanna's and Jay-Z's and the people that are these billionaires, which are the 1% of the 1% of the 1% of the 1% at the top of the top of the top. And instead of looking at them as they're in the door, mm-hmm. Let me get my ass in the door so they can help me out and we can do some things for community. We shun them. Yeah. Oh, man, you can't. Yeah. I can't fuck with dude because he yeah. And it's like, no, y'all. Like, the whole point of them being there is to be the resource for us, especially if they're willing to. Now, there, there may be some that... Maybe, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that you can't talk to me. Eight, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can't talk to me or you just can't well, you get never to know. me. You never know, but... You, you know what I'm saying? Know, but, for really. the, but for the people that put it out there, like, yo, come... Like, Tyler Perry has literally put it out there mm-hmm. and said it a bunch of times. He keeps saying he it. He has. And he keeps saying it for a reason. Nobody's talking to me about how to do this shit. Mm. Because there's only... Again, there's one Tyler Perry Studios yeah. in fucking Atlanta. Why can't there be six in places where we frequent? Why so, can't there be one in D.C.? Why can't there be one in L.A.? Why can't there be one in in, in Dallas? Mm-hmm. Why can't there be one in St. Louis? Why can't there be one in places where we know it's a it's a high concentration of black folks? So it, 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 I want to get into that point right there. Yeah. When you're talking about getting in rooms and creation or whatnot as being a, a lead into that room. I'm not necessarily with the like, getting into that room. You know what I'm saying? And just hear me out. Yeah. That room is the people that you, your relationship got into, and that's what y'all produce. You know what I'm saying? That's that's your amount. What I'm more interested in is how do we create a similar room with the people that I want to do business with? But that's what, what, okay, what the team so building me, you into. Okay, so you know let me saying? clarify. So that's what I mean. Mm-hmm. Tyler Perry literally created his own room. Right, right. When I say the room, I just mean the billionaires. Mm-hmm. Club. Like, just being a billionaire and what that means and who that gives you access to. But Tyler Perry is what he created is self-made and self self-created. He he owns his own everything. Yeah. So he doesn't answer to any like he doesn't answer right. to Universal. Right. He doesn't answer to Paramount. He doesn't answer to any of them. He answers to him. So when you have people that have independently done shit like that, those are the people that we should be talking to. That's right. It's it's the masterpiece as opposed to you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Master P has that a lot like to where he's look, I'm trying to help people. And won't nobody come and talk to me. And then the yeah, one when the motherfucker do come Kodak, and talk to like me, Kodak. hey, when they do come and talk to me, they coming at me crazy. Like right. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about when right. I've been doing this shit for 20, 30 years. Or like I owe you something. Hey, yeah, right. So let me ask y'all this: We just started at the top of that one. Let's let's kick it back down just a bit. Over the past over the past eighteen months, a lot of people have started businesses. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Get the LLCs and try to go in a direction. You see people not really going back to work and whatnot. Even now, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? A lot of that has to do with you know, a lot of that has to do with childcare, you know, other finance, but a lot of a lot of it has to do with people trying to push in that direction. Probably a lot of people still gotta pay back their PPP loans, but that's another whole other thing. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> when we are at this level, right, of course some people are gonna fall off. They're not they're gonna, you know, fall by the wayside for whatever reason. But for the people that stick it through and, you know, did what they had to do 
through this pandemic to get their business to a certain level. Mm-hmm. What level do we? You think we're going to see a lot more of this crab in the bucket mentality in the next couple of years of people who have started business now, similar businesses? Maybe maybe what we doing. Shout out to us. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? The, the clothing business. Uh, you know, whatever you got into. It's going to be. It's going to come down to a few people doing a few of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think we are in a position as a city? And I'm kicking this to you a lot because you know a lot of motherfuckers. As a city, you think we're ready for that level That level of mid-range success? Not so much rich, but I can eat and I don't have to go clock in. I definitely think we're ready for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> as far as with the crab in a bucket, that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't you can't do nothing about that. You can't stop it. You know, you, it, that's just going to happen. But I definitely think we, we lead in a more direction of uh, independence, mm-hmm. you know, especially this pandemic woke a lot of people up. You yeah. know, as far as, you know, their resources, not being able to go to work, you know, mm-hmm. kids not being able to go to school. It kind of forced a lot of people to, to think differently, mm-hmm. you know, and, and try to get their hustle on, you know. Um, shout out to the people that's, that's grub hubbing and, right, you know, word. door dashing and stuff, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, you can say what you want to say about them, but they ain't clocking in for nobody. What are you going to say about them? You talking about a life saving through the pandemic? Shit. You know it saying? was a lifesaver for a lot of people. Yeah, mm-hmm. for a sure, lot of man. people. It for definitely sure. created a definitely created a habit that a lot of people are not going to be quick to break. That's mm-hmm. right. You know what I'm saying? I agree. So I don't know, man. What about you, Mick? You think we ready for that action? Yes. And I think that how it's going to happen, um, as far as St. Louis goes, is that I think the younger generation are on some different shit. I agree. They they on some different shit than what we was on when mm-hmm. we was coming up. I definitely. And agree. it's a I lot less that. because. Um, growing up in this city, we had a stigma as hater city. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. we were the we, we were the very yeah we were the very definition of this crab in a barrel mentality. Us in Memphis, yeah, us us in Memphis, like we eat our own, we kill our own. Mm-hmm. That's true. And I think that the younger generation are getting more into the collaboration. They're getting more into look, we we gonna do this entrepreneurial thing. We gonna do this stocks thing. We're going to do this starting our own businesses thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that as they become more mature in it and they start to see the success that other people are having, you know, shout out to Atlanta and, and mm-hmm. Dallas and Houston for places to be in that example. I think that what's going to happen is that St. Louis is going to transform and change. I think before it happens, though, there's going to be there has been a mass exodus. Like people yeah. have been leaving. Yeah. And they've yeah. been going to other places. That's true. But what they're finding when they go to those other places is that you can't compete. You can't compete with me if I've been born and raised in Atlanta. And all and my relationships are here. And all my relationships are here. Yep. And I went to school here. Mm-hmm. And my uncle, sister, brother, club, cousin know, mm-hmm. you know, everybody Market, that I know. And yeah, yeah, we got a network and the whole nine. Yep. You ain't gonna so win. what's going to happen is, is that they're going to go out of town and they're going to kind of see how it works. And they'll be bringing that some of that back. They'll be bringing some of that energy back mm-hmm. because you do realize that there's a bunch of opportunity here if you know what you're doing. Because I see brothers that do that too. Yo, I was in Atlanta for like two years. Mm-hmm. It didn't work out for me. I came back here. I started buying property there you because go. I saw how to buy it. At, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I saw I saw what I needed to do as far as building credit. Mm-hmm. I saw what I needed to do as far as banks and, and building those relationships. So I think that the exchange of information is going to be dope for us. I think that the younger generation is going to spearhead a lot of that shit. Mm-hmm. I think that the the mid-generation, our generation, that big brother generation, mm-hmm. OGs, we got to get with it. And we got to be able to 
plug into the youth. That's what I was about to help them question. out and help them out and be the ones to to get out our own way and stop that hating on on the youth because yeah. that's that's another thing that we can talk about. Some of the old hates on the young. We always have had that shit. Oh yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Old motherfuckers coming that's, in and they don't want to move the fuck out the way right, and let right. the young that's motherfuckers back to the slavery days as well. Yeah. But so they pitted the the old against the young. Absolutely, yeah, you know? absolutely. So yeah. So I think once we get out the way and once we start to encourage. You know, and, and and get in where we fit in because again, your role will be advisement. Your role will be don't be afraid to be financial. Yeah. You the financial department. Yeah, like, I don't, don't know don't what be afraid to cut see, a check. Let's and move. let's talk about that real quick. Yeah, we have to like we're shout out to Gucci because mm-hmm. he uh he he does this musically. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what y'all doing at that age. I don't know what y'all into. I don't know why y'all think the little shit. I think it's weird. It's tight, but y'all as a group do. Right. And if one of y'all have enough money to provide whatever it is y'all talking about and do something here, man, I don't got to like it. I don't even have to understand it. That's Just right. show me the numbers. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's the lie. they don't like if you're trying to get over the top of whatever, and the most people in the city are, you can't your way is I'm not gonna say outdated, but you need to be freshened up in some kind of way. And it's hard to relearn shit. It's not you can't be twenty one all over again. Nah. So if you can plug in, you know what I'm saying, to a situation like you were saying, Mix, and say, Hey, all y'all need is some money. Maybe you all you got is the credit and this young man just need this. Take a chance. You took the shit like uh what uh Tojo said when he was on here. You got you was blind stupid when you out here selling dope. Mm-hmm. You could be blind stupid on this and you're not gonna get locked up. Hopefully. 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 Yeah, right. You dig what I'm saying? So like as the only father on this show right now. What do you look at your son at, like looking at that, like when you when you see when he starts getting that that type of world, you know what I'm saying? What's one of the first things you'd be like, hey man, we got to do this or we got to do that? One of the first things I would tell him is, you know, you gotta you gotta get you a, a nice support system, mm-hmm. you know, and you gotta get you you gotta get you the right p- team. There you go. You know, the mm-hmm. right team will take you a long way. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, just be open, man, like. The thing is, it's different from us. You know, we we definitely come from that hater mentality, that crab in a bucket. But it's so much money flowing out here, man. man let's listen. talk about it. Like it's too much to even to mm-hmm. even want to hate on nobody. You right. know, I want to beef with nobody. Mm-hmm. You know, so I would say stay focused. You know, leave them distractions alone. The best you, way you can. Best you, way you can. You know what I'm saying? You know, you, you yeah. going to have them. You're going to have the distractions that you like to have. Yeah, but <laughs> you know exactly. Exactly. You know what and, I mean? and some of those That's distractions, a... they'll work that stuff out if you start with the basics, having the right team. There you, you go. You the right there you team. go. Right, right. So, you know, yeah. that, that'll curve you from a lot of mm-hmm. distractions. Yeah, you man. Know? Man, that's, you know, that's one thing I, I really dig doing this show because at, the very least, sometimes you just hear shit that you wish somebody would have told you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? True. When you was young, you know what I'm saying? We're going to take a quick break, man. That's what we're doing. We'll be right back. My nigga got on. Uh-uh. My nigga got this all white, no socks. My nigga got that cocaine on today. That's how you feel. Turn my vocal up. That's how you feel, Emery. Turn my vocal up some more. Turn my vocal up, guru. Turn the music up too. Super Bowl goals. My wife in the crib feeding the kids liquid gold. We in a whole different mode. The kid that used to pitch bricks can't be pigeonholed. I cooked up more chicken when the kitchen closed. Oh, we gon' reach a Billy first. I told my wife to spill your shit really work. Home through a law. I run through them all. Hoey's home, all these phonies come to a halt. 
all this old talk left me confused. You rather be old rich me or new you? And old niggas, y'all stop acting brand new like Tupac ain't have a nose ring too. Nobody wins when the family feels, but my stash can't fit in the Steve Harvey suit. I'm clear while I'm here, how about you? Ain't no such thing as an ugly billionaire, I'm cute. Pretty much, if anybody getting handsome checks, it should be us. Fuck rap, crack cocaine, nah we did that. Black owned things, 100%. Black owned champagne, and we merrily, merrily eating off these streams. Y'all still drinking Perrier Jouet, <laughs> but we ain't get through to you yet, uh. What's better than one billionaire? Two. Especially if they from the same hue as you. Y'all stop me when I stop telling the truth. <laughs> I would say I'm the realest nigga rapping, but that ain't even a statement. That's like saying I'm the tallest midget. Wait, that ain't politically correct. Forget it. Can I get an amen from the congregation? Can I get an amen from the congregation? Fuck up a good thing if you let me. Let me alone, Becky. A man who don't take care of his family can't be rich. I watched Godfather, I missed that whole shit. My consciousness was Michael's common sense. I missed the karma that came as a consequence. Niggas busting off through the curtains because she hurting. Kate losing the babies because their future's uncertain. Nobody wins when the family feels. We all screwed because we never had the tools. I'm trying to fix you. I'm trying to get these niggas with no stripes to be official. Y'all think small, I think biggie. Your whole past is in danger to Mississippi. Out shopping in the mirror taking selfies. How was him or Hill Cosby supposed to help me? Old niggas never accepted me. New niggas is the reason I stopped drinking Dosecki. We all lose when the family feels. What's better than one billionaire? Two? be damned if I drink some Belvedere while Puff got Shirai. Y'all need to stop.
First track was uh, Jay Z Family Feud. You know what I'm talking about. I'm not the biggest fan, but that was a uh, shout out to Mix. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you listen to the show long enough, you know we ain't got to get into all of that. You know what I mean? So, so uh, an incredible track by God MC, Jehovah. Um, <laughs> Jay Z just talking that that shit. Uh, nobody wins when the family feuds. Uh, You'll understand why that song was played just in this next segment because we're gonna talk about passing the plug, man. Man, for passing real, passing the fucking plug with everything that's going on with with all of the new technology that's happening, with all of the new plays that's happening. Um, people are doing trucking, mm-hmm. people are getting into crypto, people yeah. are getting into stocks, people are getting into bonds, people are starting businesses. In order for us to come up as a community, you got to fucking pass the plug. If you know where a bag is at and you don't help a motherfucker get to a bag, mm-hmm. you deserve what's coming to you. Because that is, to me, is the biggest thing we do as a community as far as hate is concerned. Mm-hmm. We'll know how to get it. We'll go get it. And we'll keep it to ourselves like it's a fucking secret. Instead of the opportunity... Again, and it's a control thing. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a it's a flex thing. You know, I wanna I wanna make sure that I'm good before anybody else is good. I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad at that at all. Right. Excuse me. But for you to not tell someone, look, man, I just made twenty thousand, I'm making twenty bands a month off of trucking. Well, how are you doing it? 
You know what I'm saying? You already made your 20 bands. You already knocked them mm-hmm. over the head. You know what I'm saying? Help the next man get to where they trying to get to. You know what I'm saying? I've never, I've never understood that personally because one of my personal beliefs is that it costs me nothing to see you shine. Oh, definitely. It costs me nothing to see you shine. I want us all to fucking win. So in me wanting us all to win, if somebody comes to me and say, hey, can you? Whatever mm-hmm. it is. Hey, can you? Hell yeah, I can. I'm going to give let's, you my let, Let's figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Especially if it's something that I've done before or something, you know, mm-hmm. or even it could be uh, resume help or job help or industries or fields mm-hmm. or recommending someone. Because, again, you're not a lot of times you're not even going to get the job unless you know somebody the at man, the company. Yeah, that's And real. somebody at the company can vouch for you. So we ain't even doing that to the level that we should be. We got to we got to pass the fucking. So plug, this bro. is my thing. Right. Gotta be for the right person. That yeah. that too, but this that's that's a big part of it too. But this is my part. I don't necessarily have a gripe with you holding on to it while you're trying to accomplish your shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I get that. You know what I'm saying? You're trying to get somewhere you've been fighting hard to get there, you gotta roll with it. Okay, I get it. This is where I kinda break from it. Once you get to set goal and you move it, why are you still holding it now? You dig what I'm talking about? Yeah. So it's like, all right, dude, so now you got it. Now you telling people you got it, you showing you got it. But you don't even need it like that no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just holding it just because. You know what I'm saying? Now, now hopefully, to your point, Locke, that it's just because you ain't passed it to the right person. And as you, I'm not saying by any means just give it to the wrong person because you're fucking up for everybody just because right. I need to come back. But, but why are you holding it when you don't even need it like that? On the control type deal. I agree. You know what I mean? So if you – it just comes back down to if I get to this level, you're right, and I'm by myself. That's a one pillar. Everybody come to that level. You know what I'm saying? We get our foundation. Next person come up. The next person come up might not even be you. But since you help with that original foundation, next person come up and going to bring you up. That way it's, a, it's a harder to fall backwards. I think one of the things that fuck us up more in this crab in the bucket mentality is we only get to the first level and think we got somewhere. Yeah. So when we fall back, we're on, once we, once we we on the first there. level. Right. Once we get on level one. But, but again, it goes back to the people too. Just because somebody talking and saying they – you know, they see you as a nice shoe. How I get those? Like, are they yeah. really interested? You know, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't waste my game on anybody. Just like you said about Master P, Tyler Perry. They putting it out there. Yeah. Come talk to me. Mm-hmm. And how many people then, then came talk to them? You so if I got a good job and you just on some, man, give me in yeah. that job. Like, I'm not just going to get no anybody in my no, good understand, job No, understand my name. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Hey. So. It got to be the right person too, man. When it, yeah. when it come to things, it like has that, to. You, you're absolutely right. Help. No, I don't. I don't disagree with you at all. You're you're right. You have to have somebody that's willing to to go out there and, and get it and and shoes that they're you know and show that they're willing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Show that they're willing to take exactly. the steps that it that it, that is needed because I didn't put people on a bunch of plays, right? And they didn't do shit with it. Exactly. That's and not I, on me. My job. My 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 only job was to share it with you. That's hey, right. Amen. Here's where you can get you some money. Amen. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, I just became a notary. What's a notary? I'll tell you what it is. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's that's a real life fact of of something that happened to me to where I've been putting people on the game to where it's like, look, this is something that I did and this is something that could be lucrative for you to do. Right. If you do it, cool. If you don't, no sweat off my back because I did my job, mm-hmm. which was I was supposed to tell you how to get to it. Right. And in order for us people community as a whole i'm talking as a as group thing mm-hmm. and group economics we will never get there by holding on to information 
like you're the only one to figure this shit out. Right. right. Because you're not. One. Right. Right. Two, when you're competing in those industries and you're the only one that looks like you or that comes with where you come from, you're at a disadvantage anyway because that's what ends up happening. Mm-hmm. You'll get in that room or you'll get in that industry or you'll get that business or you'll get whatever the fuck you're trying to get to mm-hmm. and then you're the only one there. Mm-hmm. So you outvoted, outnumbered, out, out strategized anyway. Or you're just miserable. You might just want to slick say something that only you and your kind would know right quick to relieve a little pressure. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And exactly. you can't even look around and even say that because nobody's going to know what the fuck you're talking about. That's right. You know what I'm saying? And actually, shout out to Ye because he said a lot of crazy shit to Boy, most people. But when, Boy, when, he said, when he said he got everybody in a group text and said, you know, number one, I make more money than all y'all. But then in the same breath, when they asked him about doing the verses against Jay, he said, nah, that's the boss. Even though I got more money than him, that's still the boss because he put me, he helped me get me to where I'm at. Mm-hmm. I think that's a that's a, a dual mentality that we have to adopt. Sure. Like, the, you can't outshine the master. Law number Granted, one. You can't outshine the master. Outshine I get the master. it. Before they laws of power. If you understand that part, you know what I'm saying, even if you make more money than that and other, and you might be able to do more than the person put you on, but you wouldn't be able to do it without him. So That's respect right. the plug. You can respect the plug. You know what I'm saying? He definitely yeah. didn't hold it back from you. That's yeah. right. You know what I'm saying? So because the other thing that he said that I thought was super dope is when they were asking him about who was the better CEO, um, and he was like Dame for mm-hmm. sure because Dame is a visionary, which I agree with. But what he said, which was super dope, he was like, "I'm I am a combination of both of them. Mm-hmm. I'm a combination of Jay and I'm a combination of Dame." That's the shit that I love to hear and love to see because think about if somebody mentored you in whatever situation you're trying to make yours, whatever you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're trying to start a trucking company. You're trying to start a podcast, whatever you're trying to do. You know what I'm saying? Think about if somebody took their time out of their day to say, look, I see the talent in you. I see what you're trying to do. Here's some of the steps that you can take to get mm-hmm. you to work. Like, mm-hmm. And that's what I mean more so than anything, the willingness to share information with people that are from where you from that you actually see trying to do it because right. your point is fucking valid as fuck. People that are actually working and doing the work and you can Not see they talking. try. Yeah, you can right. see they putting in the work exactly. because a lot of times in St. Louis when it comes to to that shit specifically, we'll see motherfuckers struggle mm-hmm. forever. Yeah. And won't even, hey, do this. Right. You won't might say, want you, won't yeah. say nothing. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. won't say something. We just... Mm-hmm. We just watch a motherfucker for three, four years, struggle, 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 and you'll see them put the work in, and then you won't say anything to say, look, hey, man, why don't you try this? That's right. Mm-hmm. Won't, won't you try this and, and, and go this way? You know what I'm saying? Because, again, that that more so than anything, passing the plug is, is so egregious because you know for a fact that it changed your life. Yeah. You know for on, a fact that on. it did something for your life. Mm-hmm. That's right. And you know that you can pass – because, again – I hate to be that guy, but I've been in other rooms to where the, their conversation is different than ours yeah. when it comes to that. Oh, you're trying to start a business? Mm-hmm. Here, call my, him. Yeah. My, friend, my, my friend owns a bank. Yeah. Send him your business plan. Tell That's him how right. much you're looking for. Look, boop, 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 boop. You now, say? imagine if we can get in the room and do the same well, shit. Not even that. What do you say? Hey, talk to my man, Frank. Tell him you know me, and if he says anything, tell him the the duck still walks at midnight. Right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> the ducks, exactly. Then he walks at midnight, so he exactly. know what's happening, and don't fuck it up. Don't. And so, and, and and like to both of y'all points, a lot of the time is recognizing the hustle. You know what I'm saying? If you see somebody running their shit straight to a wall with the the fervor and gusto of the first time every time, if you don't move, one like, hey man, 
there's a door right here. Right. Imagine what happens when you actually get on the other side of that wall the way you going. You see what I'm exactly. saying? Hey, man, that was funny the first three times you did it, but hey, relax. Go through the door right here, and then you can go to wherever else you're going. Mm-hmm. So to your point, that brings up a great point that we can kind of get into. The difference between constructive criticism mm-hmm. and hate. Constructive criticism and hate. Uh, I'm with it. Keyword being constructive. Yeah. That's the key word. Because a lot of times when you do see that business, I'm talking about black business right now, and they may be struggling in, in some areas, struggling on the customer service. Mm-hmm. How do you present solutions to them so they can be successful? Instead of just saying, I ain't fucking with them no more, because we good for that. Yeah. We good for saying, I ain't going back to such and such, because I went one time, mm-hmm. and they didn't have my Kool-Aid code, so fuck my them, Kool-Aid and fuck code. everybody that they know. Like, it's like, <laughs> no, like, code. I want my like 10% off, man. still, at the at the end of the day, that's a black business that's gonna, gonna mm. pump money into our community, and we can start this group economics thing. So, what are some of the suggestions you would get right now? You would give to a black business from a customer service standpoint or from a from you what you experience and just say, hey, what what can I do to help you as opposed to just crit- criticizing you instead of hating on you? It's hard, man, because a lot of black businesses, I think they've struggled. It's, it's so hard to start a business, period. Period. Yeah. Yeah, period you know, yeah. so a, a black business person got the mind frame. They don't want to hear it, you know. I don't. I I think most of them wouldn't take it good, honestly. Like if you, I mean, y'all go in black businesses, you know, they they gotta catch up. It's yeah. something be the simplest yeah. things, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And if you say something, I just feel like most of them wouldn't wouldn't take it well. See, man. I think that's the mentality we get at too, because I feel like instinctively you're exactly right, like right. just because of past instances, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. But on the other side is like okay. Where was I at when that happened? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I said something. They snapped. All right? To me, that's just a measuring stick. If I say, hey, man, you know, you got to catch up or whatever, whatever, and they snap, I can just be like, I don't, I'm not going to have to come back because next time I can, they won't be here. Right. You know what I'm saying? If it's like, hey, man, you know, some catch up with them. Cool. Like, oh, I know, man, but it's this, that, and the other. Thanks for being patient and all that. Then I know, hey, they working through it, exactly. and I can go to the next part of what I'm talking about. Right. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? But I think off top, also to your point, when people start a business, they got that long-term view of, like, this is going to be it, which is healthy. You know what I'm saying? You're but supposed to have that. You're supposed to have that. But if you get to a certain point and that thing ain't breaking, you got to be realistic on why it's not breaking. Right. And you got to humble yourself. You got to. like you say, the, the, the black business with the bad customer service. That's crazy. Because if I'm a struggling business... The best thing I could do is be nice to my customers. Yeah, that's the easiest part. That's too. the you easiest think. part. You know, you know what I mean? You so think. It'd be hard, man. And, and, and then especially if you're thinking about and the restaurant part is easy because you go in there looking for service, this, that, and other. Let's let's talk about just a product in general. You know what I'm saying? Like you, they trying to get patents for whatever widget. You know what I'm saying? They need they need you to uh, fuck with it or right. uh, get it worked out. A lot of those come to schematics. You can say, hey, this thing don't do whatever. Then the first thing that person was like, well, you don't understand the product. That's what I'm telling you. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm like. If I don't understand the product and I'm willing to fuck with you, how are you getting upset Upset because I'm not fucking with your product because I don't right. understand it? Right. So that's one thing in itself. You might want to work on people understanding what the fuck this is. It could that's be true. great. It could be fantastic. But off tops, it, it's kind of taking to me. You got to understand everything is a process, what I'm talking about. Yeah. So the two things that I would suggest to any small business is marketing, marketing and narrative. 
Mm-hmm. You got to make sure that you market to a customer that you want right. and that you can get repeat business from. Right. You want to set your narrative, so you want to tell a story with your business, right? What is what we doing? What we doing is is a black owned operated media company and podcast network. Boom. We talk about we talk about issues that affect the black community. Right. Well, how are you different from any other podcast? Easy. We are St. Louis based and and black owned for one. Mm-hmm. So we control our narratives, we control our topics, and we can invite anybody from the community up at any given time to have an intelligent conversation about the shit that's going on in our community. Add them one so, more. Add them one more. And we've been doing this. And we've been doing this. And, and, and we're at this. a level to where we can duplicate success for, a, a lo- like, we can tell other podcasts how to do what we do. Or provide a template and, and provide, if you don't have exactly. an idea. You know what I'm saying? So we are now creating a narrative for our business. So we got to understand who our customers are. We got to understand how to uh, get a get a great service to those customers, so on and so forth. We're using us as an example. But if we take that approach when we're su- supporting black businesses, I know it's frustrating. I know it's, I know that it's hard. But anytime that you support a black business, look for the good. Look for the ways that you can improve. First, we say first. Look for it first. Don't look go in looking bad. Look for the good. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Look for the ways that you can improve it. If you see something wrong. Look at it as family. A, can I speak to a supervisor, manager, somebody that's in charge, and then actually give them a fucking suggestion? Because you never know who's listening. Right. I'll, gi- I'll give an example. I won't give the business, but I'll give an example because they didn't pay us. Um, <laughs> so I was in I was in a business, and uh, our order was just taking a really long time. Mm-hmm. So, of course, we're talking about the long time that the order's taking. Mm-hmm. So me and the young lady are talking. We're, we're having a conversation and we're kind of talking about it. Little did we know the owner was right behind us listening to us kind of mm-hmm. complain, if you will, mm-hmm. about it. Because she was on the type of time, I ain't never coming back here no more because it shouldn't have took this long for us to get, you know, our food. Ooh. Then he interjects, well, you know, we're, we're a black-owned franchise. Like, would you do that for any other, other business? Because he was trying to make his case. Mm-hmm. So then I interject, no. Because you're right, you are black owned and operating. We do want to support you, however, comma. But if you can come up with systems that at least give us a time frame, so we're not just sitting here waiting on our order, it would probably be more beneficial to us and to you. So we can just show up when the food comes. Mm-hmm. Out. Or you know or, what? I ain't even thinking of that. Or temper my expectations. Yeah, you, you know what? Change. I ain't even right. thinking yep. of that. Yep, yep. Because it was it was at the height of the pandemic, so you could only have twelve people in mm-hmm. this said store at a time. Mm-hmm. You had DoorDash coming in, so DoorDash people was getting orders before the people in line was getting the orders, so that's automatically yep. going to piss black folks off. Wait a minute, mm-hmm. I was here first. What are you doing? Right. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And then people's attitudes get to a certain level, yep, yep, so you yep. gotta. So now you got to deal with that that type of emotion and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But the approach was was kind of tempered by the fact that he was like, look, I'm a black, like he kind of pleaded to us. I'm mm-hmm. a black business owner. Help me help help yeah. myself. I don't I don't know what I need to know till I need to know it. Right. So mm-hmm. in that we it's it's our obligation and responsibility 
Because, again, the more black businesses that we support, the more money are going to circulate in our community. The yeah. more money circulates in our community, the better it is for every fucking body. And, look, and it's our obligation to put the, the you know, the, the, the man on, on game. Yeah, know? that's it's, what I'm saying. You, you owe him that a little bit. You yeah. know? Yep. And then especially when you can be part of the success and be like, hey, man, remember when you couldn't even get ketchup for this motherfucker? Exactly. <laughs> you know what exactly. I'm saying? Now you got racks of ketchup in the back. Exactly. Did exactly. Man. You did exactly. exactly. Right. It was 30 minutes for an uh, for order. Uh, you know, you we had told me you when maybe I walked help in. back there. You dig it? I took that. Nah, it's, we didn't cut it in half. You know what I'm saying? And it is, it is even. And we also have to be more accepting of the failure story. Right? Oh yeah, we just got to because a lot of people don't want to come out with what they did wrong because of oh man, you was an idiot. If that was me, but it wasn't. You see what I'm saying? Right. So whatever they failed at, I need to know like what happened. You know what I'm saying? But I want you to feel comfortable with me at least to be like, hey, I was doing this and this what happened. Check out for this. Because you never know. Somebody be like, hey, you got that worked out? Do you want to make sure that doesn't happen to me? Here you go. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Everybody because- can't take that constructive criticism mm-hmm. though man but, but that's, that's a, the thing. that's a big grown up thing to accept so what you right? say that's man. a big grown but, up but thing but again that's why we talk about but that's why we having a conversation mm-hmm. yeah. cuz we know that we know that the difference between hate and that and the mentality that we talking about that crack right. barrel mentality mm-hmm. is it's thin uh, it's thin but if i just don't like you and don't want to see you succeed mm-hmm. right i'm criti- i'm criticizing you or i'm give me my money back I ain't never coming back to this raggedy motherfucker. Every time a black person start a business, this type of shit that you get. That mentality and that conversation is always being had. You narrate, mm-hmm. walk into a business, and you see motherfuckers having that. We want to change the narrative and have a different conversation of, yeah, I went there and the service wasn't on point, but these are some of the things that I talked to the owner about or that I talked to a manager about, so give him a try. Right. And see if it and see if it's a little bit better. Now, right. if I, I send three people there and three people come back and the shit ain't right, you're absolutely right. Hey, man, right. we got to do what the fuck we got to do. Yeah. Like, right. we can't keep, we ain't going to keep on right. just, just put, and, and putting just, our dollars into place because the the other thing, real quick, the other thing that pisses me off is that motherfuckers act like black people don't spend money. Like, you be, talk, you be talking on, to me dog. like, I ain't, Wait a like, minute, I ain't like, spending my money in your store. I said it 30 years ago, man. It's money in the ghetto. Always but, been. Man, look, what E40 say, there's money in this bitch for all of us. The whole point is if you think black folks is in money, I think that, you talking about narrative, I think there's nothing more false. You know what I'm saying? Because the, the number one thing in black economics is not that we don't have the money, that we spend it wrong. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We, we spend keeping, it outside of our community. We spend Absolutely. A, we keeping a few yes. cultures going right mm-hmm. now. You know what I'm saying? So right. even to even think that way even now is just a level of ignorance that I if you don't know, you don't know, but you gotta know. You know what I'm saying? Like you think Jordan think black folks don't have no money? Right. You think Gucci know we got some money, Stop. but not all we of it. You gotta go there. Every gas station is owned by uh, you rap. Every Chinese restaurant is owned by. Chinese. Mm-hmm. Okay, so everybody comes to our community to go go make their money. When they first come to this country, mm-hmm. the first place they go is to the hood, to the ghetto. Why is that? Why would you money. come some why would you come somewhere to where you knew you couldn't way out survive? your comfort zone? Way out your comfort well, zone cuz you don't live in those communities. You don't even live near here. Yeah, you don't you know live in those communities, nah. but the nah, first thing don't. you do is come down to the money cuz you know you know we going to spend money with you. Mm-hmm. And what and what I want to change is that even with that they don't even treat us the way we should be treated. They treat us like shit. Yeah. We walk in their stores and they act, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you can't get a, hey, how you doing? Yeah. How your day going? They slam the money on the table. Right. You talking to them and you trying to, hey, man, you ain't got to be. And they trying to kick you out the store. They trying to kick you out the store. They, speak, they speaking their language yeah, to they each other. Yeah, they speaking their language to each other. Right. They don't say shit like, 
Shit no happens. customer service. Yeah, hey, no customer service. And what you finna do? What hey. you finna do? You finna blow up at them and then see them tomorrow. Hey. You know what I'm saying, man? Fuck you. Woo woo with all right. that. Tomorrow, or, hey. tomorrow or you, you finna get pissed off and walk out and the next black person in line finna step right, right up and spend their money. And, and that can move it. And that's that how they look at it. Right. And that can't be the case if we trying to get somewhere. That's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's that's for real. And then if you gotta have this, if you walk into a black business and the first thing you do before you walk in, and I'm guilty, just of shoot it all, shoot it down, or give give yourself the. Here we go. You know what I'm saying? That's a negative deal to it itself. You know what I'm saying? Now you looking for everything wrong. All because time. again, we talking right. mentality. You know we so talking, talking mentality. mentality. We want to change that mentality. Focus on the positive, man. You it might saying? be a few bad things, but hey, their food was good. Yeah. Or you know they whatever the customer service was good. Or, or the whatever. crowd was nice. It was the crowd good, was you know, nice. It was, yeah. it was looking it was looking good because we all got because nobody was really well. We were around for the Walmart rise. But we wasn't around for the Walmart rise. You see right. what I'm saying? So if things like that can happen, we definitely can make it happen. I'm not saying can't. We make it happen. You know what I'm saying? A shout out to, and this kills me that I can't remember this lady's name. I have to look it up and get to you in a minute on the break. But she's been the first black woman to uh, franchise the beauty supply store. Why is that ridiculous? Mm. You know what I'm saying? In 2021, we, we just now have one black female the a franchise a beauty supply store that's crazy that's insane because they had a headlock on the industry you know what that's i'm saying right. they wasn't giving it up because that's the other thing when we talking past the plug mm-hmm. they don't pass the plug to us no mm-hmm. when they got it they keep it yeah, and they and keep the that shit amongst yep. them they share it with and, and they'll share it only with them so that's that right. whole time we was talking hair nail and makeup mm-hmm. and that that industry in, in the beauty industry is is Korean and they wasn't fucking with nobody outside of that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And they had it like that for, for years. For decades. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So same thing with the with the uh with the gas stations, especially here in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. I don't know where it is, wherever you live. Convenience stores. They be cousins. They be oh, like, man. no, you oh, that was my cousin shop that you just came from. Woo, yeah. woo, woo. So we gotta get on I've that type of time. Too. I've seen I've hey. seen them walk in and be cool. They show them everything. They'd be there three weeks. But like, oh, what happened to dude? Oh, he opened the store down he, the week. He, 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 down, went, the, he, he been, down the block. He'd been here a month and a half. That's and right. he wasn't one. But look, we're gonna take another quick break. But when we come back, I wanna talk about the crab in the barrel, crab in the bucket mentality and the conscience. Community. Ooh. <laughs> That's what we're doing. We'll be right back. Escobar season has returned. It's been a long time. Been a long time coming. It's life or death with me, man. But you know. There's no turning back now. This is what makes me. This is what I am. Do you hate me now? QB. But I won't stop now. Cause I can't stop now. Brave heart. Do you hate me now? Come on. But I won't stop now. Money 
quite impressive. Most of the best is in the S's for this rap stuff that I stand for. Expanding more to the big screen. Bill Gates dreams. But it seems you'd rather see me in jail with state dreams. Want me off the scene fast, but good things last. Like your favorite MC, still making some mean cast. First rapper to bring a platinum plaque back to the projects. But you still want to hate? Be my guest. I suggest. Money is
crazy. Hard grinding pays me work ethic, you never lazy. Block hugger, the hood raised me, and she won't be happy till she lays me. No, you never seem to amaze me, so the cheap shot you took at me never even grazed me. My name's sparking like a street king, cause I mix the who bang thing with the bling bling. A whole lot of haters out there sing, but I flip them all off and keep doing my thing. I'm a boss about it when I Inglewood swing, rocked out from my ear down to my pinky ring. Now ding ding, let the bell ring, and if it's drama you want, then it's drama I bring. Sing.
Welcome back to what we're doing, them last two cuts. The first one, that Nas, you can hate me now, and I'm glad he made that song because I have since then, and I'm cool with it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm wow, saying? Man. If you heard, the, heard this show before, you know I made no comment about it. I bought Nas' That's first three that. albums, and I think that nigga owe me money. So anyway, that second one, that Mac Dime, hate, hate in your eyes, both both cuts is exactly what we're talking about, crabbing the barrel mentality, you know what I'm saying? You see it's been going on because... Uh, both them cuts at least 15 years old at the latest. And that Hate Me Now came out with 98, 99. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So we still fighting this same shit with very, very little progress. We got brighter spots than we had before. Yeah. But we still in the same deal. So getting into that before we went to break. I said I want to talk about the crab and the barrel <laughs> mentality amongst the constant community. You know what I'm saying? So I got hip to some back and forth. I'm going to just say that. About a uh, certain Prince of Pan Africanism <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the things that he's trying to do, you know what I mean. Uh, and when somebody, I was looking for some a video, and somebody was saying that they normally don't do videos on the conscious community, if you will, uh, because it's such doggy dog and such bullshit it gets petty. Mm-hmm. And that to me is might be the most counterproductive mentality having almost any one spot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you're talking about awakening people, um, understanding what we need to do moving forward. Because I'm going to say, what we're doing is part of that community. You know what I'm saying? Because right. we definitely want to keep the focus on what we need to do as a people. And that's why we do this every Sunday from 5 to 7 on My City, My Music, and on what we do doing STL on Wednesday nights. So anyway, <laughs> I want to get into how that can, how you can do just that. How can on one end be so for the people, make sure we good. And the other end, as soon as somebody says something different, you would start attacking their entire being as black people. We're not talking about a group of uh, UN delegates, you know what I'm saying, representing, you know, Asia over here and all this. We're talking about somebody that's pushing for the same thing you're pushing for but has a slightly different viewpoint. You know what I mean? How does that look on all of us when as soon as somebody gets to shine on something that's supposed to be so positive for us, that it blows out of out of proportion to the point where people I don't even want to deal with that. You know ego. Saying? So ego and you know fame is a hell of a drug. So yeah. fame is a hell of a drug. Ego is a hell of a drug. So if you you combine those two things, because the thing about what they would call the conscious community is that it's getting a lot of shine now. Like it's it's, it's popular to be, you know, pro black about your about your people. Mm. Certain certain catchphrases and things are doing, you know, burning sage mm-hmm. and sea moss and black seed oil and and queen and grand rising yeah. and all these things. Are, grand, shout out to are, grand rising biscuits. Yeah. Are uh, <laughs> becoming very, very popular and very, very trendy. So now you have people that are taking advantage of that. And, you know, they ask for donations. Mm-hmm. Uh, things don't get built. Um, <laughs> Time doesn't get donated. Tell you know, mm-hmm. they ask for donations, shit don't get bought, shit don't get done, you know what I'm saying? And I'm just not just talking about one, it's several. Mm-hmm. You know, brothers and sisters out there that that are not holding up their end. So so what it's become, like most things, it's become a hustle. Mm-hmm. So in it becoming a hustle, they're more looking at it like, how can I get people to kind of fall for my hustle mm-hmm. as opposed to what can I do to actually help the community be better? How do I go. how do I help the people to actually be better? And what I would suggest to the people in general is the proof should be in the pudding. And what I mean by that is this. If you're listening to any any entertainment medium or show and you have people on that 
uh, entertainment medium or podcast or show or whatever, and you can't see the fruits of their labor. You can't see them actually pouring into the community. They're not involved. That's the reason why we're what we're doing, not what we're saying. Just come on with us now. Want, we want to be involved in, in our community in St. Louis and do things to help uplift people. Have people on that actually fucking mean something to the community. Have brothers on that are actually talking about something. Whether they're talking about child support or whether they're talking about gang intervention. Mm-hmm. Or whether they're talking about actually going into people's homes and trying to help them get resources. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We've had OGs on this yeah, right. on this show talk about real life situations to where they have saved people's lives. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we're trying to talk about what's actually going on, you know, not just sports and entertainment. We got enough of that. Yeah, sure. So what I, I challenge anybody to do is what Pac said. Pac said, I'm so confident you can watch me when I fall. You can watch me when I rise. You can watch me throughout whatever I'm doing and hold me accountable. Mm-hmm. So I want you to hold every by every brother, sister that you see in the country community. I mean, you got some that even got allegations of like child molestation, yeah, man. rape out there. Shit. Ain't throwing no names out. Not that I'm scared to. It's just not fuck my place to do like, that I don't, shit. I don't, no. I don't care about who you are. If you're not, if you're not here where we at trying to help the people that I'm trying to help, then I'm just cool on you. You know what I'm saying? When Ferguson happened, we became a hotbed for consciousness. Yeah. Everybody that's where that's a good point. And took they little Cornel pictures, West and all You know that. what I'm saying? Yeah. Took they little pictures and you know, put their arm around people mm-hmm. that was actually down her going through it. Right. You know what I'm saying? We've been knowing about how Ferguson get out. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah, we've yeah. been knowing lock you up for fucking nothing. Keep you on bond, going to keep you on on bond and on bail or whatever. You going to special for sure. Yeah, you know that type of shit that's saying. been going on. You're going to get pulled over for some bullshit. Yeah. We've been seeing what's, what's been going on. We've been knowing what's going on. We deal with it on a day-to-day basis. We ain't need no report to tell us that Ferguson Police Department was racist. Yeah, Way more no. areas than Ferguson. Yeah. Man. Like, we ain't need that shit. You know what I'm saying? So, a lot of them popped in, got their little photo ops, popped mm. out. You ain't seen them since. No. You know what I'm saying? So, that, that, that goes to show you that the people that are actually about the people, mm-hmm. the proof is going to be in the pudding. You know what I'm saying? You know, the proof is going to be in when you see those people constantly being um, involved and constantly doing things that, that are to uplift the people without monetary gain. So I think, you know, just kind of finish up your question. When the money got involved and when the fame got involved, it, it became something different. Okay. It became about the name and the fame and the yeah. game and who I am and me, me, me and I, I, I and I'm this great this and I'm this mm-hmm. great that. Who who the fuck cares if you got people, you got kids out here killing each other? Who the fuck cares mm-hmm. if you got communities motherfucking suffering? People can't eat. People can't feed themselves. Mm-hmm. People can't do the shit that they need to do on an everyday basis for themselves. Who gives a fuck about what you got going on if that's the case? Uh, that's real. So like, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Let me ask y'all this. And like I'm kicking you first. How do you feel about Al Sharpton now? Because I say that to say this, right? I know he at one point he was a joke to a lot of things, you know what I'm saying? Ambulance chaser. Ambulance chaser and all that. But when I go back and watch it, you know what I'm saying, when we call, talk about the recent history of all this nonsense, we ain't got to go the whole 500 years, but the recent history, we talking about the late 70s, early even to now, and some of the biggest names in all of this. I see Al Sharpton right there even now, you know right. what I'm saying? So when you hear that name and kind of what he represents, what's the first thing to come to your mind? The first thing, Al Sharpton. I would, I would say he's a survivor. You know, oh, okay, he's he been around a long time. Yeah, yeah, got to yeah. get that to him. Mm-hmm. Um, he was on the forefront. Mm-hmm. You know, he 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 took chances, man. I think, 
I think he got a lot of skeletons at the same time, and a lot of people close mm-hmm. and around him, they know it. Mm-hmm. And they call him out on it a lot, you know. But I think he's done some things just like anybody else, man. But as a as a grown, older man, I've seen a few of his interviews. I, I, I like how he talk, you know. Mm-hmm. I won't lie to you. So but, if, if you find yourself in a situation and Al Sharpton pops up, you yay or nay? I don't know, man. I would I, I would have to talk to him and, and, and catch his vibe, man. You know, if he just pop up like that. I wouldn't think positive about it really? just right off. I would think it's for TV, for show, mm-hmm. you know, for likes. But even know? if even if you go doing what a what they call trial by media, and it may be that his his presence, even though it may be just on a media level, can help you. You know what I'm saying? Can. Would you would you if he and he shoots that to you, whatever angles he, he probably knows angles better than anyone at this point when it comes to this trial by media stuff. And he kinda shoots you that direction, you would still have to give it a hard thought and whatnot. It kind of really, de- it still depends on the situation, man. Mm-hmm. If it was over some Ferguson stuff or, you know, a, a kid or something got hurt or mm-hmm. injured, murdered, and we needed somebody like him to, to bring more attention on it. There you go. I would lean more towards, you know, even mm-hmm. if it's fake, mm-hmm. just his name and, and, and the people and the platform that he can touch that we can't touch, it might be worth it. But I- it, it'll all depend on the situation. But as but your first but your first instinct ain't like yeah no. we definitely need that. Is there anybody out that you've seen that you would be like that? My first instinct is definitely we we need we, them need, or we, we like yeah them. yeah or he yeah um, or then her stepped in on some something like that. Man, I would off top you know green light it. Mm-hmm, like know? we definitely need that type of action. Yeah, yeah. I, and it's a few celebrities like that too. Um, um, Russell Simmons. Oh, you know, really? I like okay. Russell Simmons. I think okay. I think he do a lot of good, and I think he he'll lead. I, I like Jay Prince. I like Master P. Mm-hmm. You know, I I think it's some some good. And, and then these be people that you would would like to talk to, like whatever, like this situation. They popped up and say, "Hey, man, this is what we need to do." You can kind of be like, "All right, I'm cool. with it." I think the one that really got me off your list though is that Russell Simmons one. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Not that he doesn't do all the things that you said. But you're talking about somebody who's facing allegations and but can help a lot of people. You know right. what I'm saying? And I would believe continue to do so even though he's not in the spotlight per se. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? That that that, one, that that that's different for me. How about you, Mix? Like first the Al Sharpton deal, and then who would you green light in your situation? The first things I think about when I think about Al Sharpton is imperfect plant. Mm. So imperfect because he's you know, he human, human so yeah, yeah, right. he go through what he go through. I mm-hmm. see that plant because, and what I mean by plant is, uh, there are people that toe the line. Mm-hmm. They do just enough not to be too controversial, so they do the work, mm-hmm. but they don't do the work work because they know the the consequence of doing the work work. Because America has showed you, if right. you are too revolutionary, if you are too um, conscious, if you are too for the people, we just get the games, too, yeah. Yeah, we're going to kill that ass. Yeah, we're going to skip the like, games. Yeah, yeah. Pow, pow, bang, bang, you out of here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So he's been smart enough to kind of navigate being a survival and navigate that. Um, so would I accept the help? Absolutely. And the reason why I would accept the help is I'm not going to cut off my nose to spite my face. There you go. I know if it's about popularity that he's going to wage a campaign that I can't wage with my popularity. You know what I'm saying? Right. And he has probably access to resources that I don't have access to. Right, right. Um, who I would prefer? Absolutely the minister. Like, because I at least I know that he's coming with an energy of 
not kneeling and not bowing. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he's coming to them as a man, as as a I force. Like I'm not coming to you know if something happens, Lord forbid, to my family or loved one or or loved ones. Um, you're not gonna get a very forgiving energy out of me. You're not gonna get a very. That's what I'm saying. Don't don't everybody sit down and stand down. No, right. my my family have instructions. We are gonna ride. So if you're not coming with that energy, or you're not coming with an energy that can calm me down and calm my people down, I need someone who I look at um, in that regard mm-hmm. from a wisdom standpoint that can maybe you know show me how to go about this thing in a way that is not so combative and not beneficial to me and my family and my loved ones. And I think that the minister has a, has a organization behind him. Mm-hmm. I think that he has people, he's done this a time or two before, mm-hmm. regardless of what you believe as far as his um, spiritual or political beliefs. Sure. I, I truly believe that he is for the people. Oh, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, I truly yeah. believe, and if I believe that you're for the people, then you can stand next to me or stand for me. That's right. Yep. So I think that... um. That is important that we, of course, there are celebrities that I would, I would welcome as well. But the biggest thing is that I want us to understand that regardless of what, who's helping, if someone's trying to help us get to a goal, then we got to take what they can do and we got to take that at face value. And I, uh, yeah. yeah, We got to yeah. take that at face yeah. value. Sometimes we cut off our nose to spite our face. Yo, I don't want such and such to do this or such and such to do that. It's like, mm. nah, like he has a place here. Yeah. Use them for the place that he has here and then do what you need to do. I, I, I definitely agree. And I think one of the one of the deals with this uh crab in a bucket mentality in the conscious community is a level of narcissism that's not addressed. Yeah. They they want to be the source, the single source of the progress. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. For as were uh myself, if you can take anything I say and use it, I don't give a damn if because especially in this medium, I don't know exactly everybody who's listening anyway right you see what i'm saying so if you could take something that i say or we say or somebody on the show talks about and use that you don't have to give me credit for it i just know that i'm seeing change and i want to be part i want to be the change i want to see so if i if i'm if i'm seeing it and if you just so happen to reach out and say hey i listened to your show i heard this and went on that's great but the whole the whole purpose of all thing is to get us out of the shit we in I don't give a damn where you get the information from. That's I don't. I, I don't gonna give a fuck. Are you using I it? I care about what you do. With I it. care about what you mm-hmm. do with it. You know what I'm saying. And if you never say anything to me, you know what I'm saying. Great. I don't care as long as you are doing what you're supposed to do with it, and you're showing progress. You're taking care of yours. Hey man, I think and you look. You look like me. I think it's great, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I love that. <clears throat> Before we got here though, and I know we can jam on this for a minute. I kind of want to leave on the uh, on the. Lighter note, if you will. All right. Speaking of crab in the bucket, mm-hmm. I definitely believe that was the problem between Bone and Three Six. <laughs> Who's the crab? Huh? Who's the crab? It's all kind of okay. The whole thing is like, right. yeah, yeah. We I think we got an idea of who the crab. Well, it, it would have to be Bone because they they a little early. Busy. Than, yeah, you know what I'm saying because I feel like the if they were able to come together when they were supposed to. When they both had... They when they, did, had when they was triple six rivals, they all that. A, they was on top of a big wave. I think they could have been on a, some really, really phenomenal shit. You know what I I'm agree. saying? Like, and, I, and when you see what they did on that stage, 
even though for all of us that grew up in it, seen it, was nothing new. Matter of fact, how terrible does it sound? It was kind of refreshing that it went the way we knew it was going to go. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because that was right. kind of what we was into. But if they would have got together and did that shit they wanted to do when they had it. Because, you know, no denial, we was talking about this before the uh, verses. Bone had the world. Definitely yeah, had it. They, they definitely had it. Triple uh, Six had the underworld for a minute. A lot, a lot of influences are just now breaking it. You can't go too far without hearing somebody of any prominence doing a Triple Six something. So if they would have came together... And could have spent last, the other night doing they collabo shit. I'm talking about we we talking about some some astronomical music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I agree with that. And then to be have to get to the age they are, cause nobody here is super young, you know what I'm saying? And that's who we grew up with and still getting into it. That's like a visual, like, hold on, man. We like what bitchy say. I mean a lady say I'm we got to this. stop fighting. We yeah, got to stop I'm, fighting. I'm gonna say this. Busy calls some grown folks, <laughs> some ugly motherfuckers. <laughs> when the last viral. time somebody called you an ugly uh, motherfucker, man? It still don't even said it. He called him some ugly motherfuckers. Like, you ugly motherfuckers. Like, Yo, I was, whoa, whoa, busy Yo. chill. And then the internet is undefeated. Right after that, they put it in the mugshots, all of them catch a triple six. Like, I think these are the ugly motherfuckers <laughs> Bitch was talking about. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But shit, man, we're going to get out of here. Hey, Locke. Yes, you sir. Like, it can't be years in between shows, bro. You're right, man. Uh, you're right. You know I definitely just, appreciate you, you brothers having me, man. And um, yeah, I kind of miss it. I won't lie. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. Because that's one thing about what we doing. We talking to us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we right. talking to the people. So you know, you you friend, family of the show, man. Whenever you you feel like coming on up, man, please do. I Most appreciate it, man. But we are gonna get out of here. We did it again, man. It's your man, HT Sims. It's Mr. Mix. What we doing? We out. Peace. When you're in trouble How you feel about it? Nothing's real about it Man, these rappers can't rap As soon as you ask them to rap They gon' pull out their phone And look back at they pack like a tack What the fuck they about to do for you, my nigga? Get a bar of life or get a clue, my nigga No more boots of women for these quote-unquote rappers Until they start telling the truth My nigga ain't no game, ain't no scrimmages How done came face-to-face with these images That's a lot different than what they present to kids I think them benzes ain't rented Look at them, them benzes ain't tinted You don't really get it You just pump fake and they jump to the ceiling You get off your pivot And when that lane get open, you lay up a dunk it, that's why it's funkin'. Let me tell you something, boy, here come that pressure. Studied every day at night, I stayed up late to write about everything from crazy nights to what ladies like. If I rhyme a word, I ain't say it twice. So if you play, I pray you nice. The kings are here, the weed is lit, the seats are taken. Everybody awake and cool. Let them know you got two young players that ain't scared of you. I take care, leave a I'm clearly disgusted. The game needs some adjustments. If they ain't talking pack flipping, rat stripping, or busting, then they ain't talking about nothing. It's sadly a shortage on substance. They rather subtweet. I was raised on Rakimi, 40 and Dubsy. Redman met the men in Bumby. Used to write to 50 cents in the club beat. Wishing I had a shot. I ain't never have a pop. So I got top country grammar. See Nelly on top, and I knew that I had to pop. See Luda had me throwing them bows. BG and Turk had me rocking Jabos. Master P had your Jeep out it for show. And Fabulous had me in love with the hoes I just wanted to flow in a cypher or a poof Rap on the stage or in my room Man, I just wanted to give them truth The same truth Snoop gave them gin and juice The way I feel about the game, I defend a few But so what?
but this my shit. And it's a lot I can't vibe with lyrics. You can't understand voices all high pitched. So called rapping, man, that shit need to die quick. Open your eyelids. My music lovers, we need your help. Don't treat yourself, treat yourself. My mama told me only way that I could lose is if I beat myself. So you can suck right beneath my belt for misusing what saved my life. Like Dre ain't raise you right. Like Missy ain't make you hype. Like Outcast wasn't nationwide. But soon they'll be saying thank you, Price, for taking care of Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.